Hello, DGENs. Welcome to Degenerate Pets. I am the Brofix One. AJ with me, as always, is my co-host, Noah. Um, follow me on Twitter, at Brofix One, Noah, at N underscore Engelbrecht, and Degenerate Takes, at DGEN Takes on all social media platforms. However you're watching, however you're listening, thank you so much. We do appreciate it if you like, share, and subscribe to help us fight against those bastard algorithms, bro. I mean, come on. Come on, we're doing everything we can, and we just need your help to fight off these assholes and, you know, win this fight against the algorithms. Noah, have you had any other issues? Because let me tell you, the algorithms have been running wild on me, brother. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. That's right. And honestly, Noah, that's what I kind of have to say about this week three slate is fuck it, dude. Because, you know... We're, we're about, you know, you don't have to bet the whole board, but you damn as well might. And we did last week, and I took a bath. Let me tell you, my bar, Barstool Sportsbook must fucking love me after last weekend. They took a lot of my money because I just had a rough weekend. How are you um, on the NFL? Because I was absolutely dog shit. Uh, I went 20 and 10 on my 30 bets last week. So we were Ooh. doing real well. We are feeling good about that. Yeah. Uh, can't complain about two-thirds. Definitely. You can't complain about that at all. So I would definitely tail Noah and um, considering fading the Brofix one until he gets hot again. But who knows? It may be for a while. I'm still seven and three on my college picks weekly. So I'm not too upset. I uh, just wish I could get hot on NFL. But you know what, Noah? Just kind of like uh, sports. You know, when you play baseball, you have to have a short memory span. You can't remember your last at bat. You can't remember that. Same thing with being like playing up. Uh, you know, being a wrestler, you can't remember your last match. You have to just look forward to your next one. Sports betting is the same way. You can't worry about what happened last week. You have to focus on this week. And that's why I'm ready, though. Even though I hate a lot of these lines, I'm ready for this week. We're about to turn it around. We're about to get hot. Starting with Thursday night football, Caroline Panthers at the Texans. Huge news coming in on this game is that Tyrod Taylor will be out with – um why am I, why is that injury skipping hamstring hamstring? Thank you. He absolutely blew it out. His last game, um, Carolina Panthers are an eight, eight point favorite, uh, money line is at minus 400 for the Panthers plus 300 for the Texans over under at 43 and a half. Noah, I like the Panthers to win this game. I that's even though the Texans are, um, injured and without Tyrod and everything, uh, the defense still isn't the worst thing in the world. Um, Sam Darnold, jury is still kind of out on him. That's a bandwagon I haven't fully jumped on yet. However, I do think he is going to be the better quarterback in this scenario. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with the, yeah, I'm going to go with the money on, I mean, I'm, excuse me, the uh, spread on this one. Give me the eight points with the Panthers. That money line is just not a good price for me. I'll take the money. I'll take the spread at eight points. What are your thoughts on this game? Um, I I didn't hate what I saw out of uh, Davis Mills, the backup in Houston. <laughs> After uh, Tyrod went down in the first half last week, uh, they kept the game close against Cleveland. Uh, yeah, I don't like I I don't like I don't like Carolina being favored by eight points against any fucking team in the league. Um is what I'm saying here. I, I don't think Carolina can routinely win by double digits against anyone. I think this line skewed from what it should be because of Carolina last week. 
Um, yeah, I mean, give me give me Houston to cover eight. Like, wow. I mean, I think Houston's going to be a heavy underdog in a lot of the games this year. I think they're going to finish the year with a good ATS record. Um, I don't think they're going to have a good win loss record, but they're against the spread record. will be pretty decent. I think. Yeah. I mean, that'll be interesting to um, track going through the season. Um, two and I, oh. I just, two and oh so far. They Let's are make it two three and oh. Yeah. We'll see. I one of one of five teams that are two and oh against the spread. True. That, uh, you know, that Texans team just scares me a little bit too much to bet on them, even to cover a spread at eight points. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with the Panthers minus eight. Hopefully Sam Darnold can show up, show out, and actually uh, show that he's a quarterback that can win games he's supposed to win by a lot of points, you know. Um, we'll see what happens there. Uh, game I'm excited about next week, um, just because I love the line. I think, honestly, I might buy up, um, get this uh, spread at plus 210, maybe, maybe plus 300 if I can. I'm talking about the Cardinals and the Jaguars. Cardinals are a seven-point favorite against the Jaguars, uh, minus 360 on the line, 275 for the Jags, uh, the total at 52 points. I love the Cardinals to cover seven points spread. Um, Jaguars have been showing some signs of trending in the right direction. However, the Cardinals, I think, um, are going to win more games. Uh, again, they're going to win these games that they're supposed to win. Uh, kind of a rough game against the Vikings. I have no excuses because they just could not stop Dalvin Cook to save their life. They just didn't look good defensively um, that game, especially coming after um, coming off of uh, Chandler Jones getting five sacks and absolutely dominating week one. But I will – I'm going to homer this one. I'm going to go with the Cardinals minus seven um, for this game. What do you think, bud? Yeah, this might be one of the easiest bets of the week. I mean – I, I still I have my questions about the Cardinals defense um, yeah. that I've still had from the beginning of the year. Uh, I know you're way more sold in Arizona than I am. I'm still not entirely sold defense, on the Cardinals. Defense had me question a lot of things last week. I'm not completely sold on that defense after but, seeing some weaknesses in the secondary. But the reason I love this game and this bet like is because Jacksonville's so bad. They're they're I mean. And it's going to take four or five weeks before like these lines start reflecting that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Denver was a what seven seven and a half point favorite last week. Yeah, absolutely trashed them. Um, well, not absolutely. Actually, they didn't cover by a ton. They only it's won pretty by, good though. I think like thirteen or fourteen points. But the Cardinals are a better team than the Denver Broncos. So, uh yeah, uh, Trevor Trevor Lawrence, what's he have, five, five interceptions through two weeks? Yeah, the most he's had in a long time, um, I'm telling you that. Um, the only reason nobody's talking about that this week is because Zach Wilson threw four of them um, against a, you know, very tough New England defense. Wilson interceptions weren't his fault. We'll talk about that later. But, um, yeah, <laughs> this Jacksonville team is just so bad. Um, all around, uh, kind of my, my strategy for my survivor leagues is almost, uh, it's pick against Jacksonville most weeks. And, uh, yeah. if they're, if they're playing a shitty team, then pick against the lions or the, you know, or the Eagles or the Falcons, like, but Jacksonville's my number one public enemy and coming into the season, I did not 
pick them to be the worst team in the league. I thought it would be Detroit or Houston, but after watching them play two weeks, I do think Jacksonville at this point is the worst team in the league. Although I have noted before that I think half at the halfway point of the season is when they're going to start clicking a little bit better. I don't think they're going to win a ton of games, but I think the first seven to eight games are just going to be very rough. I wouldn't be surprised if they get off to an eight, like oh and eight start. Yeah, they're going to have a rough season ahead of them. And it's expected. It's a rookie quarterback, brand new team. They're trying to build a new culture there and everything. They'll be good in two to three years. But we're in the no, dog days for them no, right now. Not even though, because, dude, they have so many, so many, so many, so many issues, which is why I hate them with every pick so much. Because, like, their offensive line is garbage. Their defense is garbage. Uh, you combine the two of those. You don't have that much of a running game. And then you got a rookie quarterback. They have good receivers, but that's the only nice thing I can say about them. And Urban, and Urban Meyer seems like he's not ready to coach in the NFL either. So, Well, hey, that USB job does look juicy for him. I'm not going to lie. Um, let's so talk I love, about him. I, I, lo- I love the Cardinals, I guess. That's yeah, I love saying. the Cardinals at minus seven. Um, game that I think is also pretty easy to pick just from watching and just from observing. Uh, you got Falcons and the Giants. Uh, Giants are a three point favorite. Uh, money line minus 175 uh, for the Giants, um, plus 140 for the Falcons, 48 and a half total. I don't think this has anything to do. I, I think the Fa- I think the Giants are a bad team. Okay, don't get me wrong. I think the Giants are a bad so are the football team. So, so are I think the Falcons. With that being said, I think the Falcons are a worse football team. I think elite quarterback Matt Ryan might be moved down to sub-elite Matt Ryan. I am not liking his gameplay. He doesn't have an O-line to protect him. He can't be a pocket – you cannot be a pocket quarterback in this league if you do not have a good line to defend you. He doesn't. Tom Brady does. That's the difference between the two. Um, so, so I got a, I got a, uh, I got a question for you here that you're not going to like. I have an answer that you'll like. I don't know. What you like. So, uh, Tampa Bay giving up, you know, 28 points or whatever to the Falcons. Uh, you know, because you're you're so so high on Tampa Bay and and Tom Brady and all that. Um, are you are you concerned about the Bucks at all, uh, or do you think the the Falcons' offense maybe has some sign of life? I mean, obviously the Eagles only gave up six points. And uh, Tampa Bay let Atlanta stay in that game for three quarters, almost. Again, it doesn't matter what the score is for three quarters. It matters what the score is at the end of the game, you know? So, no, I have no concerns with – no concerns whatsoever. Tom Brady, you know, I think – I think uh, the – excuse me, the uh, Buccaneers are going to be kind of more like the – Jesus Christ, like Kansas City has been in the past. They're going to win games, but it just isn't going to be pretty, and they're not going to cover. And I'm okay with that because I do think they're still going 20-0 and 0, um, this season, and they honestly, they keep looking like they're going to. And so here what we do you go. Mean they, uh, a, what do you mean they keep looking like they're going to? They, they, they barely beat the Cowboys. Uh, if... Won the game. Okay, keep going. Yeah, but, but barely beat them. Uh, won the one game. by two points. Um uh, we're, we're in a dogfight with Atlanta until Matt Ryan threw back-to-back pick sixes. Won the game. And Atlanta's terrible. And those are your two, two weeks for your sample size right there. And so, yeah, their offense looks really good still, but their, their defense looks like they're maybe, uh, maybe not quite all it. I don't know. 
yeah, they might not be clicking on all cylinders yet. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, they definitely kept a lot more off. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, Noah, you know what? Yeah, it's a fucking issue. I don't know what else you want me to say. That defense is going to be, is looking a little suspect coming into this next week. Um, we'll get to that game eventually. I don't, I haven't looked at that line. Like I've looked at the line. Um, again, True. you know what? Wait, fuck it. You, no, no, fuck no. It. No, what? fuck it, because this game is a lot more interesting, I think, okay. than... Okay, so, um, so we're, we're coming back to the Falcons-Giants after yeah, this Yeah, we'll come okay. back to the shit Falcons-Giants, but yeah. this... AJ, AJ I'm, I'm curious to see, or to hear, what are your thoughts on this game? Because I, I know exactly where I stand. Um, I know where you stand on it, too. <laughs> um, you know, Tom, it's, it's Tom fucking Brady. I really don't know what else you want me to say about it. Uh, that offense is going to score more points than that defense is going to allow. And I think that's the formula for of success here. Um, yes, don't get me wrong. Kind of concerning with what the Falcons did to them, considering how bad the Falcons team are. Yes, they do have a quote-unquote elite quarterback in Matt Ryan leading that team, being able to charge down the field and everything. But obviously he has his issues throwing those two pick sixes and everything like that. Um, Tampa Bay has not been playing their best football these last, Two weeks i'm the first to admit that um you know i'll live and die on the fact that they're gonna go 20 and 0 it's not gonna be pretty at this point tom brady is old i mean he is showing signs of rust don't get me wrong he's completing darts down the field still reading defenses and just wrecking them uh left right and center but that defense is gonna cause some issues and i think is gonna cause um the buccaneers to come back from behind more than they want to um and the Rams, dude, Rams are looking like a football team. They are looking better than they have been in a long time. Matt Stafford, like I said a couple of weeks on this show, Matt Stafford to the Lions may be, I mean, Matt Stafford to the Rams may be the best trade in NFL history for the Rams. Um, and the line, dude, the line is tripping me out, bro. We got a mess. We got Buccaneers minus one and a half. The price is what kills me at minus 107. The Rams are plus one and a half at minus 114. What are they money line? What are they money line? Money line, you got minus 122 on the Buccaneers, plus 102 for the Rams over That's under all that matters. 55. That's all that matters. Just take the Rams. Take the Rams. Take the Rams. Take the Rams. Because I know Tom dude, Brady, that, that money Tom, is Tom, Tom Brady's entire career, when does he have bad games? When he has to deal with a menacing pass rush, a pass rush that can get pressure with only four guys. The Rams defensive line can get pressure with four guys consistently. Uh, Rams obviously beating Tampa Bay last year. Uh, the other games Tampa Bay lost all were two good defenses with good defensive lines. Not good, but like great defensive lines. This is a meltdown game for Tom Brady waiting to happen he is going to be sacked and hit way more than he's comfortable being hit his 44 year old bones are going to be hating him because the reason he's played so long and can play so long is because the dude doesn't take hits he doesn't take hits but when he does he is his higher career and this is why he's played for so long it's because he goes down and he doesn't take those hits he doesn't step into a throw when he knows a guy's going to hit him he's I don't know if I want to call him smart or a pussy. He's a smart pussy, but he just falls on the ground. So he doesn't take those hits. So he protects his body, but he won't 
give up his body for the team. He never has. Um, that's not going to change. I think Aaron Donald and that Rams defensive line is going to really, really get on him. And I love, love, love the Rams money line. They're handing Ooh. the Bucks a loss. And I love the under on this game too at, uh, you know, 56, 55 and yeah. a half. I like the under a lot because, uh, you know, Tampa Bay's got all, they've, they've scored a lot of points the first two weeks, but they've played the Dallas defense and the Falcons defense. It, it doesn't stack up to the Rams defense. Um, Rams are going to hold them lower. Uh, Rams aren't, I don't think, going to have a tremendous showing on offense, but it'll be better than the Bucs. Um, I think that both offenses are very, very good, but I think the difference in this game is that the Rams defense will outshine the Bucks defense and they're going to cause Tom Brady problems. Um, I'm curious to see who Jalen Ramsey's covering. Cause he's, yeah, he's either going to shut down Mike Evans. Um, I'd honestly, I'd put him on probably Godwin or Antonio Brown until it gets, uh. until it gets into the red zone. And then I put him on Mike Evans, but. Who are you putting on Gronk then? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, probably a linebacker on Gronk, but Gronk does have four touchdowns through two weeks, but that's obviously not going to – that rate, that touchdown rate is not going to even come close to holding up throughout the season. But We'll see. We'll see. They look – I mean, Tom Brady, Gronkowski they, being the best tight end and quarterback combination in the history of the NFL. Yes, I but Gronk, getting, Gronk and Mike Evans are both mainly just red zone threats at this point. And so that's fine. If, yeah. But if you prevent them from getting into the red zone in the first place, you don't even have to worry about Evans and Gronk as much. So then this is honestly why I like the Tampa Bay a little bit more. I think Gronk's going to be on Aaron Donald. He's a blocking tight end. He can block dude, and I think he'll cause him some issues. I'm not saying he's going to stop Aaron, him. Aaron, Aaron Donald is an interior defensive lineman. He's a hey, Gronk versatile, bro. How, how the Gronk fuck? So you're saying Gronk's going to line up behind the offensive line, like right under center, like with the put right him next in a to pistol, Tom? Put him in pistol or something like that, bro. Hell yeah. Have him stand right next to him. Bro, you're talking fucking crazy right now. That makes no sense. What do you mean it doesn't make sense? That's exactly what the hell I would do if I have uh, that interior problem. Have Gronkowski line up. Gronk right doesn't next block. To him. He doesn't even block anymore. He's just he a receiver. He can, though, when he needs to. And he's shown that these last two weeks. Oh my, so, yeah. Dude, you are. Oh, my. Put Gronk in the backfield and have him block for you. That's what I would do. And I think that's going to be the recipe for success for the Buccaneers. And this is why this is why you're not a coach or even any sort of decision maker in an NFL organization. Well, absolutely. That's why I have a YouTube channel and a Spotify. Follow us at Degenerate Takes on both of those, by the way. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. It helps us fight those algorithms. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely. But I'm just saying. That's ridiculous. No, nah, it's not. No. It's ridiculous, but it's not crazy. I think that's the key at this point. Mm, it's, it's and this NFL, border, we're, borderline we're seeing insanity. crazy shit borderline left, right, insanity. center. Either way. Um, borderline insanity. We, 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 Did you see the shit the Cardinals oh were pulling God, this dude. weekend, bro? That what was a, insanity. We could go on about this for fucking hours, but let's go. Let's go back to the Fine. game we were just talking about. The Falcons Giants. Let's let's call. Let's we need to calm down a little bit. Let's get back to a game that isn't as exciting. Um, AJ, I kind of I kind of lean Giants on this one, but I don't like that they're a three point favorite. Like, yeah, 
Two and a half, kind of, that kind of would be better, but... Uh, these are two shit teams. Um, but we are betting the entire board. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to take the Giants. Money line, not spread. Uh, I don't feel comfortable enough for the spread. I feel hey, you on that, bro. I, th- I think I think Danny Danny Dimes, which we need to change his nickname because all he does is fucking run the ball. I did pick him up in one of my fantasy leagues. Did you? For this week because of how bad the Falcons' defense has been. Um, he's a, he's a one for me. He's a one week pickup drop or pickup start and then drop. Um, yeah. You know I don't. Um, I don't love him long term, but I, I mean, he's using his legs a ton this season, and those rushing yards add up way quicker than the passing yards, especially rushing touchdowns over passing touchdowns. So, yeah, no, most definitely. Um, I'm going to stay away from this game all in, all together. Um, I'm going to take the over at 48 and a half. I think this is going to be two bad defenses with two quarterbacks that, when given the opportunity, can score points. Matt Ryan and Danny Dimes. Uh, Danny interceptions as we can call him now. Uh, but yeah, I think there's a lot of opportunity for a lot of mistakes and a lot of points to be scored. So give me the over at 48 and a half. I'm not going to pick a team to win or cover at this point because they both just suck ass so much. It can go either way. Uh, the next game we're going to talk about um, another no brainer. We got Ravens at lions uh, Ravens, eight, eight point favorite. Uh, money line minus 385 for the Ravens, uh, plus 290 on the Lions. Over under is at 50. I mean, Ravens by 10, 20, 30. I mean, I'm going to juice this up a little bit. But, yeah, I'll take Ravens minus eight, no problem. I, I love anything and everything about this game. Uh, give me the Ravens to cover. Give me the over, uh, over 50. That's a no-brainer. Uh, this Ravens defense hasn't looked spectacular so far this year. Um, obviously giving up a lot of yards and points to the Raiders yeah. and Derek Carr, giving a lot up to, you know, Mahomes and the Chiefs. Um, this is a prop bet game for me. I don't know what the numbers are at. I haven't looked them up yet, but uh, I like Jared Goff over on yards. Um, I like... You know, actually, I'm gonna. I, I, at first glance, I like T.J. Hawkinson over, but I, I kind of, I, I kind of strain away from that because the Ravens did defensively against the Chiefs, um, there. where they they completely neutralized their number one receiving threat, Tyree Kill. I mean, you could argue Travis Kelsey might be number one over Tyree Kill, but either way, the Ravens felt Tyree Kill was the number one receiving threat they completely neutralized him. he had like 14 yards or something like that terrible terrible game for one of the you know probably top five receivers in the league uh, I, I think they might do the same thing against the lions with just completely neutralized tj hawkinson um so somebody to look at quintez cephas Ooh, is um i don't know what his over is obviously but he's one that i would look out for uh to take the over um possibly uh the other one would be amon ross brown you know we got some weird fucking own names here but it is the lions receiving core uh there's not a lot going on i would look for one of the two of those guys to 
absolutely blow their their over under out of the water. Yeah, definitely. I can and the, see that and the other and the other one will probably get locked out or locked down. So I mean, that's a tough one, but I do love Jared Goff over on yards. Yeah. Um, I love Lamar Jackson, Lamar action Jackson, baby. Can we get a little action Jackson? I love his all purpose yards. I don't know what that's at, but uh, his rushing plus passing. Just take that in a heartbeat. I think it's going to be a big Lamar game. Definitely. hundred percent agree. Lamar maybe, looking excellent. Maybe, maybe not though. I mean, if they're just running the ball down the line's throat, you know, the Ravens like to do that, but I'm still taking, I'm still taking Lamar. Um, oh yeah. And his total yards over golf over. Um, like I said, I, I can't decide, but I, I think, I think I like Quintus Cephas to go over on whatever his yards are at. I mean, yeah, you're the prop. You're the prop king. I'm going to leave you with those. Um, I can't agree or disagree. I mean, those sound good to me, but I just really don't know on those. Um, but yeah, Lamar Jackson's been looking at unbelievable. The rushing yards, I would definitely agree with all purpose yards probably as well. Um, here's a game, oh, Noah. Sorry, go ahead. One, uh, I was going to say one last thing. Give me golf to throw a pick. Oh yeah, obviously. Obviously. Um, next game I want to talk about, Noah. Well, I don't want to talk about it, but we're going to talk about it because we're betting the whole damn board. Goddamn Bears against the Browns. Uh, the Bears being a seven-point dog. Uh, money line is plus 235, minus 305 for the Browns. Over under uh, 46 and a half. Andy Dalton's up in the air. Matt Nagy had to stand out a lackey after his press conference and refusing to answer the question about starting quarterback, saying that Andy Dalton will be a starter if healthy. God, dude, it's... Uh, <sighs> Fuck, dude. If we're going to win games and everything, we might as well throw our best guy in there, and that's Justin Fields at this point. That's been proven. Um, yeah, he's a rookie and everything. They didn't want to start him because they didn't want him to face Aaron Donald week one. I completely understand that. With that being said, though, he can play. He is a guy. He knows what he's doing. Let's get him in there. With that, I don't know why we're still starting Dalton. Dalton did his job. He got us through week one, week two. Um I, I hate this game. I hate this game because um, Baker Mayfield with the shoulder injury, nothing has been reported or anything like that. Um, that an MRI showed that it's not structural issues. Nothing's wrong. So I'm going to take the Browns money line just to stay safe because I don't know if I'm seeing Justin Fields or Andy Dalton come Sunday. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit torn on this game. Like, uh, you know, this is this is a tough one to pick, but I think ultimately I'm going to have to go with uh, Cleveland to cover. Uh, I'll buy a half point or point or whatever, take them at six and a half. Um, I think they they kind of got a little bit shocked despite winning by the the Texans, uh, giving them a fucking fight for most of the game there. Yeah, and I think they're going to come out and, and hit hard. Uh, if Fields is starting, I, I like him to to have a bad game. It's his first start as a rookie against a mediocre NFL defense, but it's an NFL defense uh, running at full pace. Um, 
oddly enough, I'd like Fields as odd, you know, as yards totals, because I think the Bears will be playing for behind a lot, especially if Fields, you know, Fields is a starter. Uh, I like his over for interceptions and turnovers as well. I think he'll make some, some bad reads as most rookie quarterbacks do some bad reads or bad decisions trying to force something. I think there'll be some turnovers. That's why I think the, uh, the Browns cover this is just um, inexperience. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah. Browns cover. I'm taking the Browns money line. Um, Pretty easy. Um, A lot of these games, I feel like Vegas is starting to chill out a little bit. We got some better lines, Um, like a couple more no brainers. I would like to say like, for example, next game, Bengals Steelers, uh, Steelers a minus four favorite uh, money line minus 195 Bengals plus 160 over under at 44 Steelers and medium large Ben have not been looking the best however the Bengals have been looking worse I'm taking the Steelers to cover uh, four points yes I I'd have to agree. I think uh, people jumped way too quick on the Bengals Joe Burrow hype train after they beat the Vikings. But uh, like I've said, I don't think the Vikings are that great of a team. I don't think that week one victory really meant anything. Uh, Bengals played. Just scathing my mind. Who'd they play last week? It's a great question. It was unmemorable. Um, they why why can't I think of it? Um, Bengals played the Bears last week. That's right. Um, that's probably why it was so unmemorable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I remember that game. So Bears obviously getting out to a pretty big lead. Um. Dalton going down with an injury, Fields coming in, didn't really fucking do much. Uh, Bengals almost coming back and winning, but Joe Burrow, three interceptions. Not a good showing. Uh, this Pittsburgh defense is way better than the Bears. Well, I, maybe not way better, but they, they should be better. Uh, should yeah. have more pressure on Burrow than the Bears even did. I I mean, I this is one of those lines that I'm looking at, and I'm like, I don't know why you wouldn't take Pittsburgh minus three and a half. I get there's doubts about their offense and Big Ben's performance and all that, but um, it seems like a pretty solid pick to me. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, yeah, Brown. I'm um, sorry. Uh, Steelers cover all day long for us. Uh, next game. Um, this is an interesting one. I think Vegas uh, has some good has a good line on this one. You got the Colts and Titans. Uh, Titans are a five and a half point favorite on the line is 245 um, Colts uh, plus 195 over under at 48. Um, I don't think, <laughs> excuse me. Um, I think, uh, I think the Titans, I don't know why they're favorited. Um, I don't like how they've been playing whatsoever. Um, I'm taking Colts money line on this. I think they win this game um, and get everything kind of rocking and rolling. They've been playing. Okay. These last couple weeks, um, I think if they can figure out how to stop that run, that's really all that the Titans have at this point is Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry probably looking to get traded in the next couple of years. Um, yeah, give me Colts money line on this. Dude, you're ridiculous. You're fucking... Am I ridiculous? How? 
because you're saying the Titans, all they have is Derrick Henry. Yeah, probably the most unstoppable force in the NFL. If you stop Derrick Henry, you beat the Titans. That is correct. Um, how many teams have accomplished that over the last two or three seasons? Like, like maybe one out of four, one out of five at best. That's not an easy task. You're saying, oh, yeah, you just have to stop Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's a pain in the fucking ass. I mean, you saw what he did against Seattle last week. Fucking monster game. And that was all in the second half. He had over 150 yards and three touchdowns in the second half alone. I mean, that's that's this whole Titans. Like, they have a one-of-a-kind running back who what they can do is they can just keep running and running and running. And he had 35 touches last week, which is which is unheard of. But if you're having to tackle Derrick Henry 35 times, your defense is getting worn the fuck down True. and True. tired as fuck. True. Because this dude is built like a linebacker and still runs like a running back. He is crazy. Um, I don't think they needed to add Julio Jones. I think yeah, whatever. The, like, that's not the identity of this team. Like, a passing game is not. Everybody who was like, "Oh, Derrick Henry's going to fall off this year because they're like upping their pass game," no, they're 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 clearly. I mean, they might have tried that because they're like, "Oh, we have a new shiny toy week one against the Cardinals a little bit." But they were also playing for behind that entire game, so uh, a little little harder to stay true to the run. Um, although they were playing from behind against Seattle, they they were down down what thirteen or fourteen going into the fourth quarter and they just kept running because seattle could not stop Derrick henry i do think cold defense is a little bit better than seattle's um i worry about their offense though uh, carson carson wentz gone i mean i don't like carson Wentz to begin with but i do have to admit he's better than jacob eason or yeah. sam ellinger so uh, as much as i hate carson wentz he is their best quarterback they have on that roster and um i don't think the titans defense is very good i mean this is a weird game you know you got a lot of like mismatch type of things going on uh but ultimately i think the the lack of explosiveness and the lack of experience on the colts offense is going to do them in and um yeah colts unfortunately i think Go to an 0 and 3 start to the season here. Ooh. Which, um, if you bet Titans to win the AFC South, you've got to be loving this, especially if the Titans win. I believe they were minus 115 or minus 120 at some point. Um, pretty good odds. Uh, the Colts were like close behind that at, you know, plus. I, I don't know between like plus 120 and 150 uh but if you bet titans here i mean despite losing week one uh if you know if they go up to one uh, and the colts start 0 and three you gotta love 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 that bet to cash you really do you really do at that point so are you taking titans money line titans to cover where are you going with this yeah, I kind of don't love the spread, but I'm going to take it anyways. Um, and give me, give me the, uh, give me the over on Derek, Derek Henry yards. Um, 
and give me his receptions over as well. Um, coming in with, I think, five or six receptions on six or seven targets last week. Yeah, something the, like that. Dude, the league, the league better watch out if Derrick Henry starts playing a role in the receiving game too. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Especially goal line, dude. That'll be unstoppable. Un-fucking-stoppable. Yeah, if he's catching a screen pass and then you're a DB and you got a fucking Mack truck coming at you at full speed, I mean, yeah, watch yeah. out. Um, so, yeah, I like Derrick Henry's yards. I like uh, his receptions, which will probably be like one and a half is what it usually is. Maybe it'll be two and a half after last week. I still like it. Um, you know, just give me Derrick Henry touchdowns while you're at it. I just – I I love Derrick Henry to just have a, a game, so – um, Dude, no, yeah, I see that, but I'm going to take Colts' money line. I think Derrick Henry will have a game. Don't think it'll be enough for them to beat the Colts, however. Um, let's go to uh, the Chargers and the Chiefs, because I think this is an interesting game. Chargers coming off of a big loss. They're still a six-and-a-half-point favorite, uh, minus 295 on the line, uh, plus 230 for the Chargers over under at 55 and a half. Um, Justin Herbert looking good. Obviously that team's still not being able to get a W. Uh, but with that being said, Justin Herbert looking like a they, really damn they won. They won week one against Washington. Oh, you're right. My bad. My bad. They're one and one. Um, I like how Justin Herbert's playing. I like this Chargers offense. Um, Kansas City defense looking rough against a mobile quarterback. Justin Herbert being able to move outside of the pocket. But not to the extent that Lamar, ja- Lamar Jackson can whatsoever. Um, I'm questionable on the Chargers' run game. Um, that seems to be a weakness for Casey. And if Justin Herbert can make some of these passes that Lamar Jackson was making, I think he'll be fine. Uh, like we like to say, Chiefs like to win. They hate to cover six and a half. I love that line. Uh, give me Chargers plus six and a half all day. Yeah, this is another tough one for me. I do kind of like the Chargers to cover just because the Chargers love nothing more than playing one-score games. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like that's just the epitome of the L.A. Chargers is the game coming down to the fourth quarter, to, like, one of the final drives. Um. It just seems like they're always in that situation. And the Chiefs defense has not looked good. Like they're allowing a lot of points. Um, so, you know, all that adding up is telling me I should easily be slamming the Chargers plus six and a half. Um, but I'm taking the Chiefs. Really? Wow. I think them losing in prime time it's uh it's going to be a kind of it's going to be a kick in the ass and they're going to come out and they're going to play a very abnormal game i think you know eight or nine times out of ten i'd probably maybe not nine but seven or eight out of ten i'd take the chargers to cover six and a half here um no i i I gotta take the chiefs on this one i think they're gonna come out hot and I think Mahomes and uh, especially Tyreek. Tyreek, after 
that that's my one prop bet for this game is Tyree Kill over on receptions and yards and touchdowns because yeah. dude he's gonna be so pissed off after being held the was it like three catches for fourteen yards yeah. or some some I don't, rough outing I don't know the exact numbers but it was something like that yeah he's gonna be pissed off Tyreek's gonna be going crazy Cheetah's gonna be you know getting a taunting penalty I wish I could bet on that I don't know. That would be a, that would be a crazy fucking prop betting that on would, to get a taunt Ty, Tyree kill to get a taunting penalty. <laughs> Shit, um, that would be insane. Somebody owes me like five hundred dollars if that happens. Um, I don't know who, but somebody listening, give me that money. <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, I'm going to take uh, Kansas City to cover six and a half, so long as that spread stays under seven, and uh, give me give me Tyree kill on like. The over on everything for Tyreek. I think he's going to have a crazy game. Definitely. I understand where you're coming from. I'm still sticking with Chargers at six and a half. Um, another game I think is a no-brainer, especially after last week. Um, and I don't think it's an overreaction. I think it's just showing true colors. Uh, you have the Saints at the Patriots. Um, Saints uh, getting three points. Um, Saints plus 123 on the money line, uh, minus 150 for the Patriots, over under at 42. Um, this Mac Jones team is very reminiscent of the Tom Brady era in New England with this Duncan dive. Um, as you love to say, um, what's it called? A system quarterback and everything like that. Um, the yeah. Saints. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a, it's a boring, it's a boring offense, but it's, it's efficient and it works. It is. It is. Um, however, with that being said, I hate the three. I hate the even number there. I'm going to take the I'm going to take the Patriots money line um, just to be safe, just in case Jameis Winston decides to go off and everything. Saints are getting back uh, their eight coaches that they uh, had out last weekend due to COVID nineteen, um, and yeah. So, but with that, but I don't know if that's enough for the Saints to beat this Patriots team. That defense looking incredible, offense running like a well oiled machine. I'll take the Saints um, Patriots money line all day. Yeah, I, I hate the spread where it is. Um, yeah. I, this game's a toss-up for me, if I'm being honest. Um, you know, if the spread was four or five, I'd be taking the Saints to cover it. But it's not. It's no. three. It's right at fucking three. Right at three. Um, that sucks out of Google. Um, but... Um, you know, so I'm, I'm I'm torn. I'm torn between New Orleans money line or uh, you know buying a half point and just taking New England at two and a half. This is this is a very hard bet for me because I, <laughs> I I'm very sold on both of these teams still, regardless of what's happened the first two weeks. You know. Yeah. I like both of these teams a lot. I'm gonna stay off of the spread but i will bet the under which you said was what 42 yes might be one of the lowest if not the lowest unders of the week but i am taking the under this is new england patriot fucking football this will be a fucking 16 to 13 game it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a low scoring game um Unless Jameis lights it up, unless Jameis just absolutely lights it up, uh, I don't think the Patriots are going to score a lot of points. 
and the deciding factor will be how many points the uh, Saints can score. Yeah, absolutely. Um, under does look juicy. And and this is not a, that I am endorsing or taking myself. Maybe I will. I don't know. I still have to decide on it. But if you want to have a little bit of fun, take the uh, the Patriots to score a defense or special teams touchdown. Probably get that at around plus eight nine hundred. Um, yeah, payout will be really nice. Um, that is not one of my official bets of the week. We're not taking that on the record. I might sprinkle a little bit on that, but uh, that that could be a fun one. It could be. It could be. Um, speaking of fun ones, this next game really won't be. I think it's going to be a blowout from the start. You got Washington football team at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Bills are an eight and a half point favorite, um, minus three eighty five on the money line, uh, plus two ninety five for the football team. Over under at forty five and a half. Um, Washington football team with uh, it's our boy Fitz Magic being out and everything uh, with that hip injury. Dwayne Haskins or. Um, What's his face? Uh, Dwayne Haskins is not on the uh, team anymore. It's Taylor Heineke. Oh, I thought Dwayne Haskins made uh, the cut. Dwayne Haskins on the Steelers. Who the hell else am I thinking of then? I don't know, but you're a year behind here. Well, shit. Taylor Heineke then probably going to end up starting for them. Uh, Buffalo Bills, I'm still a big Josh Allen fan. Big fan of that defense. Big fan of what they're doing. Um, in general, I think this is their division to win, even though the Patriots are looking good. I'll take the Bills minus eight and a half all day long. Um, kind of uh, like the under, but not making that an official pick, just something I'm going to keep an eye on if that gets any higher. Maybe the 46. If it gets the 46 and a half, I'm probably jumping on the um, under. Um, stays at 45 and a half, I'm probably going to stay away. What are your thoughts? Well, I uh, I agree. I, I like the under. Yeah. At 46. Um, but eight and a half. Are you fucking kidding me? This is a, a, a total and complete utter overreaction to the Bills beating the Dolphins 35 to zero. This game should, this spread should not be eight and a half. This spread should be like four or five. So give Washington heavy. Give me Washington heavy wow. to cover eight and a half. This is, I mean, this is disrespectful to Washington that wow. give an eight and a half point spread. I mean, I love Buffalo. I love Buffalo, but I mean, just disrespectful for it to be this much of a spread. Uh, Washington is not a uh, not a bad team. They're not a good or a great team by any means, but they're not a bad team. Um, I think the chances of Washington covering eight and a half are way better than, you know, them losing by nine plus. Um, I because and I love the under. I think this is a very low yeah. scoring game. Um, I think maybe we get a a twenty three to sixteen type of game, uh, where it's a seven point game. Washington covers, but you know, that that defense is good enough to hold Buffalo to you know, under, you know, under 25, 28 points. And um, I do think Buffalo is going to win this game, but I think Washington keeps us close. Yeah. I think the yeah. football team is going to, especially, especially after how many points New York put on them last week, I think they're going to come out angry and they're going to be playing hard. Um, 
I think Buffalo might start the game a little lackadaisical just because of winning 35-0. It seems like that tends to happen a lot of the time with most teams. It doesn't always happen, but a lot of the time you blow a team out by that much and you come out and, I mean, look at the Saints this week after blowing out the Packers. They're, they come out and they just look fucking flat. True. Yeah, no, I'm still sticking with uh, the Bills cover eight and a half. Um, I, yeah, I just can't bet against Josh Allen. I'm not a fan of that whatsoever. Um, and that's an easy pick for me. Uh, with that, I got another easy pick for myself going into the afternoon games uh, or the late afternoon games, depending if you're on the East Coast or West Coast. Uh, you got the uh, Dolphins at the Raiders. At the Raiders and let the me... Raiders, and uh, the line is at a uh, minus three and a half in favor of the Raiders, uh, minus one eighty two money line, plus one forty three for the Dolphins, over under forty five points. I'm just gonna take Raiders. I think they're so Derek Derek Carr. He turned something on. He found his drive. He found something. He is clicking on all cylinders. Um, I'm not a fan of what this Dolphins team is doing, especially if Tua is out with a rib injury. Reports are uncertain at this time of recording. Uh, oh, they – yeah. Well, it, it, the question with Tua is the amount of ribs. <laughs> They're saying he could have as many as eight or nine bruised ribs. Yeah, that's a rough day. That's a rough day in the office. Um I'm taking Raver, Raver, blah, blah, blah. Raiders to cover three and a half all day. I like what Derek Carr is doing. I like what this offense is doing. And I like John Gruden. I'm a John Gruden guy. This, I think this show, we can agree, we're a John Gruden show. We like the guy. We like what he shows up. He shows out. Yeah. yeah you know. Um, John Gruden's entertaining, if nothing else. Yeah, very yeah. entertaining. Like the, hey, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, <laughs> well, we won twice in week one. You know, I'm probably doing a terrible impression, but um, got to get the eyebrows in there. Hey, tell you what, man. <laughs> um, fuck, I, I don't want to pick against the Raiders, but I, I'm going to. Like, wow, dude, are you serious? Well, hey, call me a fucking idiot because I picked against them the first two idiot. weeks. And I'm picking against them for a third week in a row. Wow. And it might bite me in the ass a third week in a row. But so you're going Dolphins three and a half? Yep. Wow. Because that's a pick right there. Because they are upgrading at quarterback this week. Wow. Can you, can you now Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett is career wise. I don't think he will be, but a second year Tua versus Jacoby Brissett who's been experienced has had playing time. I like Jacoby Brissett better than Tua. And like I've said, this Dolphins offense, it doesn't matter who's at quarterback. They just need to run the offense. It's one of those run the offense type of things. That's how, you know, the Titans are and, a number of other teams where you just kind of plug and play. You just need somebody who's going to take care of the ball and turn it over and run the offense. 
Brissett can do that. This Dolphins defense is good. Um, obviously, uh, I mean, the Ravens and the Steelers defenses are really good too. So this pick scares me a little bit, but because the line's at three and a half, I, I like the Dolphins. I don't necessarily, I don't like them enough to take a money line, but I, um, I might even buy a point, take them at four and a half. That's probably yeah. what I'll do here. Um, but I like that. What's the over under at? Probably... Um, over under, we're at uh, 45. Never mind. I'm staying away from that. I was going to say if it was yeah, that's dangerous. higher, I was going to take the under, but I don't necessarily love that at 45. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy that point and take Miami four and a half. Most definitely. Um, but I think you're completely wrong. Give me the Raiders minus three and a half all day. Um, another over under that's extremely low this week. We got the Jets at the Broncos. Over unders at 41, bro. Jesus Christ. I mean, I know these teams suck, but that's low. Um, Broncos are an 11 point favorite, though, against the Jets. Uh, money lines at minus 670 for Broncos, plus 460 for the Jets. Zach Wilson is having the issue of being on the Jets. I don't think it says anything about him as a quarterback. I think it just says everything to say everything about um, the Jets organization, with uh, especially with Sam Darnold uh, in the last couple games have finding well, some success. Like I said earlier, I started talking about it and then wanted to save it for now. Uh, his four interceptions, two of them were were very bad. They were bad decisions. I mean, yeah. But, the, but they were no worse than uh, fucking Trevor Lawrence threw against the the Texans. No. Lawrence threw worse interceptions against the Texans or the same caliber of interceptions against the Texans defense that Wilson did against the Patriots, who clearly are, are you know, disguising a lot more, have better players. Yeah. You know, whatever. And, t- and two of those interceptions, one for sure was a tipped ball that went off his receiver and popped sky high in the air and got picked off. That's not really his fault. I mean, he could have thrown it a little bit more on the hands rather than the body, but that's a nitpicky thing. Like, you know, that. And then there was another one that was like not 100% his fault. I mean, it was mostly his fault, but not 100%. Mm. Um, you know, it's. It, it's your fucking second game in the NFL and you got to play the fucking Patriots defense. Uh, it's a tough task. Yeah. Belichick and, again, rookies is unbelievable. And Wilson looked really bad in the first half against Carolina, but then he came out in the second half and he absolutely lit them up in the second half. So I, I've seen, I guess, two quarters, two, two to three quarters of really good football and five to six of bad football out of Zach Wilson. Um, but Makai Becton, they're, they're probably their best offensive lineman. He got injured against the Panthers. He wasn't there. Um, you know, dude's got no time. He's got a shit offensive line. He does have decent receivers, so I'm, I'm not going to not gonna bail him out on the receiver standpoint. But, you know, it, it's, it's a weak offensive line. He's a rookie. Uh, it's a first-year head coach. Uh, new Completely new system, so everybody in New York on the Jets is getting adjusted to this. Uh, I think it's the same thing as the Jaguars. I think they're going to get better as the season goes on. Um, I do think the Jets will will adjust much faster. Um, I actually like them to cover this game just because of how big the spread is. Um, 
Denver is not a good enough team to be having an 11 point favorite next to their name. Yeah. You know Cause, what, Noah? Because, because, uh, what, what last week, what was the final score of the, uh, Denver and uh, Jacksonville game. I mean, I did say Close. Denver was one of my locks of the week last week. So I will preface it by saying that, but it was 23 to 13. It was a 10 point game. Uh, the Jets are a better team than the Jacksonville Jaguars. So give me the Jets to cover 10 and a half, 11, whatever it is. That is a ridiculous spread. I think Zach Wilson has his breakout game. Um, I think there's a fucking chance that the Jets win this game. I don't like it, but I think there's a chance. What's What's the money line at? 460 plus 460. 460, the same as your West Virginia pick. Give me not a lot, not very much confidence, but give me a small sprinkle on the Jets. Um, you know what, Noah? I'm going to do something I've never done before. I'm going to do something I've never done before. Are you ready for this, bro? I, I don't think you're right for this. Here we go. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. We'll so, see. I don't know if you remember, but the first week of NFL football, I said the Jets. I was so confident in that pick money line. I would put it on a shirt. It lost that week. All right. This is the unofficial because I don't have a shirt with me with it. I'm putting Jets plus 11. No. No. I'm putting Jets money line on the shirt for this week. This is the first official, unofficial NFL on a shirt. I'm taking Jets money line, and then here we go. The first ever shirt parlay. Give me West Virginia money line. Give me Jets money line. Make a shit ton of money off a two-team parlay. You'll love to which, see it. Which? Um, what, plus maybe. 460, plus 460, two teams. Let me run that through the calculator real oh, quick. I, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. We're going to see. I mean, just that that two team parlay. So Jets money line, and then I said what? That is Virginia, uh, right. Yeah, that is that is a uh, plus three thousand odds right there. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm literally I'm on the Barstool app right now. You can't see it because my camera's fucked up. I am literally putting that parlay in as we speak because that's how confident I am. The shirt is 2-0 and on college football, about to be 3-0 and with the West Virginia pick, about to be 4-0 and now with this Jets pick and with this parlay. You'll love to see it, Noah. I'm a big fan. And, yeah, we're going to keep rocking and rolling. Next, we have the Seahawks and the Vikings. I think the Seahawks are the worst team in the NFC North. I mean, excuse me, the NFC West. Um, they keep finding ways to win games. So you've, you've flip-flopped. Because I believe you, you you said the Niners were it first. Have you changed opinions on that? No, they both just kind of blow. I think they're both overrated. Uh, the like they're the two worst teams. I think this is gonna this division is gonna come down to the Cardinals and the Rams, and it's gonna come down to these games like the Rams have this week uh, against Tampa Bay. Um, it's gonna come down to these big games, you know, and that's gonna decide this division because they're just gonna beat the shit out of each other in uh, divisional play. Uh, with that being said, I do not have the line in front of me right now. I would assume uh, the Seahawks two, are a favorite after two, uh, that beating the Vikings. Took. Yeah, I well, I, I have the Seahawks as only a two-point favorite. Wow. And um, 
I, w- I will be at this game, actually. Oh, no shit. Yep. Nice, dude. That'll be fun. Be a good yeah, fucking time. So... Skull, 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 right? Uh, yeah, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> I will be, um, you know, it, it's going to be tough because I'm going to be in like the seating with uh, like Vikings family friend type of like uh, yeah. shit. You know, I got free tickets to this one. Uh, I'm going to be wearing neutral clothing and keeping my mouth shut, but I will be secretly cheering very hard against the Vikings. Um, I'll just have to contain my excitement when the Seahawks score touchdowns. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I can't believe this is a two point spread. Me either. I mean, I, I know you have your grievances about the Seahawks. I think they're still a pretty decent team. I think they're like a good 10 or 11 win team. Um, I did, I did pick the Titans money line last week against them. Uh, Seahawks were figured by six and a half. They're only figured by two this week, but I do think they covered this week because I don't think the Vikings are good at all. Um, yeah, I just, I, I mean, give me, give me the Seahawks minus two easy and, and completely. And, uh, you know, on top of that, give me over 56. I think this is going to be a high, high, high scoring game. Um, Kirk Cousins and this Vikings offense has been scoring a lot of points through the first two weeks, um, but their defense is very suspect. And I think Seattle's going to score a lot more, maybe not a lot more, but they're going to score more than a lot. Vikings will score a lot yeah. and the Seahawks will score a lot plus another one or two. So. No, definitely. Um, I'm going to stay away from that spread. I hate, the, I hate two points. Um, on both ends there. Um, I am going to take the over with you, though, at 55 and a half. I think both these teams are going to score a lot of points. That Seahawks defense is not nearly as strong as it used to be, and it's going to show really this week. Uh, Then we already covered Tampa, so let's go right into uh, Sunday night. Packers and 49ers. Get this bullshit. Packers are getting three and a half points against the 49ers. Plus 140 on the money line. Uh, give me, 49ers. give me, 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 give me. Oh, my God. I'm not even being a homer here. I'm just saying, y'all got to fucking calm the fuck down about this week one game. Against Seriously. Because it doesn't fucking matter. I know the Packers defense looks bad. You know, whatever. Bro, San Francisco hasn't looked good. No, they look like shit. What the fuck have they done? I mean, I mean, they almost fucking let the Lions come back from like 20 points down in the fourth quarter to tie the game. Like, um, like, like, holy shit. And uh, last week they fucking, that game was like, um, they fucking played the Eagles last week. Right. Yeah. And they, they didn't pull away until late in the fourth quarter. I mean, holy shit. How are the Packers the underdog in this game? Explain, explain that to me. I know. I literally looked at this line this morning and couldn't believe what I saw. I can't believe it. And I'm taking uh, Packers money line easy. Other than all the f- day. Other than the fact that Aaron Rodgers just sucks in the state of Florida and the state of California and is just tremendous in every other single state in the United States. That's the only thing I can think of because Rodgers has a terrible track record in Florida and he has a terrible track record playing in California. Yeah. Well, yeah. since he's been in the NFL, but 
Holy shit, man. I mean, I was expecting the Packers to maybe be, I mean, not a huge favorite, but I was expecting the Packers to maybe be like a two or three point favorite. This yeah. One. Two and a half at least, dude. Um, you're giving me, you're giving me plus odds on the Packers. Yeah. Against San Francisco. I'm gonna take it, I and mean, I'm gonna take it hard. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even care about the spread on this. I might just throw the spread on for like extra money, you know? Yeah. But the money line's my main focus on this one. Um, there, there's like maybe six teams in the NFL that, five or six teams that deserve to be like favored against the Packers in in a game. Um, the 49ers are not one of them. Yeah. This is a stupid, stupid, stupid fucking line, which which tells me that Vegas has it here because people betting are still worried about the offseason drama and what's going on with Aaron Rodgers and blah, 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 blah. And week one has made them all fucking skittish. Um, even though we fucking blew out the Lions, it doesn't even matter. People are still fucking worried, which tells me the line is not where it should be. And so, yeah, give me money line. Give me the line. I mean, fucking hitting the Packers hard. Give me the over 49 and a half. That is a low, low, low over. The Packers defense has looked pretty fucking suspect. So I expect a lot of points in this one, but I do think the Packers win it in a high scoring shootout. Yeah, absolutely. Because the difference maker will be Aaron Rodgers is not going to make mistakes. Garoppolo is going to throw a pick or two. Yeah, 100% agree. And so I don't like the Packers by a ton, but I like them by, I don't know, four to seven points in this one. Yeah, can't agree with you more than that. Um, I'll be taking tax money line because that's just too good of value on that tech. Um, So that's the Sunday night game. Then we have the Monday night game. We have the Eagles against the Dallas Cowboys. Dumb boys seem to be dumb boys after week two victory. Uh, minus four and a half point favorite against the Eagles. Um, 195 on the line, plus 160 for the Eagles. Over is uh, 52 and a half. Um, I'm going to take Dallas in the points. This Eagles team looks good. They don't look great. Um, I think they could be coming back within the next couple of years, especially if Jalen Hurts keeps playing like he is and they actually build an offense around him. Um, but Dak Prescott is playing like his contract should. Like he is getting paid what he should, especially after these last two games. I hate betting with the Cowboys, but I'll take Dallas in the points. Yeah. No, I mean, dude, the, the Eagles suck. I, I'm, I, I'm just going to I'm gonna reiterate that because some people are forgetting about that. Um, they're, they're 33 to 6 or whatever win against the Falcons, whatever the final score was. It doesn't mean shit. The Falcons suck. Um, they hung in there with the San Francisco team that is is being hyped up by a lot of people, but I think is very very overhyped. Um, give me give me the Cowboys on the spread, man. Give give me yeah. the Cowboys minus four. Um, I think this is a great opportunity for the Cowboys to make a statement and really like show everybody, tell the world they do deserve to win this division this year and they are the best team, and I think they're going to do that. I mean, I think this is going to be a routing. I think this is not even going to be a close game. 
yeah, can't agree with you more on that. That's going to be a fun Monday night game to watch. Over might be in play. I'm going to wait and see on that one a little bit. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that is all of uh, week four NFL football, bro. I mean, week three NFL football. Uh, what are your final thoughts on this week? Anything else we should be looking out for? Um, anything else you have on this? Um, I mean, it's just interesting. We got a lot of big spreads early on the noon slate. Um, yeah. And then the, the afternoon and evening games, it's a lot tighter. But I think a lot like week one, I think there's going to be a lot of upsets. I think there's going to be a, a good handful of dogs winning this week. Yeah. No, absolutely. I agree with you. And um, dogs, and, I believe, are 20 and six the last two weeks or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anything changes this week. Uh, if if you if you're in a uh, survivor pool like myself, obviously my uh, my number one pick is Denver. Uh, this past week, I said the the Broncos, Packers, and Browns were my three locks of the week. Um, this week, uh, I'm, I'm going with two locks and one kind of lock. My two locks being Arizona and Baltimore. My one kind of being Pittsburgh. I also do like Pittsburgh a lot, but they are my third choice on the totem pole there. Um, don't be afraid to take Arizona or Baltimore. Uh, both of them should be complete locks this week. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am sticking with uh, my pick of the week being Jets money line. I'm going to ride and die with Zach Wilson. We'll see if that parlay hits. I did get it in with West Virginia and Jets money line. You'll love to see it. We'll see how that pays out, works out. Um, we will be back next week uh, on Degenerate Takes to Cover NFL and College Football Week 3 and Week 4 for both of them respectively, along with um, a look at MLB uh, playoffs coming up. Um, playoffs, we're already talking about playoffs. Holy shit. Um, and then, yeah, and then we I'm have NBA there. and NHL right around the corner. It's a busy time, but we will be here on Degenerate Takes and Degenerate Bets to win all the money, to make all to make Vegas pay, bro. They take way too much money from it, me. I'm ready to take it all back. Here we go. Please like, share, and subscribe. Be a part of the team that helps us beat these algorithms. And we'll be back next week with more Degenerate Takes.